Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Sports and Show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Dark Credit Union on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM, and on the tuning app. And on today's show, which is a real busy show, it's a real busy weekend, we talk camogie and hurling. And we're going to be joined by uh, Scarif Ogundo Chairman Eleanor Walsh, our well-known analyst, uh, Tricia Grady, Michael Sheedy from Ogundo, Denny Chaplin uh, from Brawford, Michael Rogers and Shauna Holland as the preview of the Junior C hurling final, the big event at the weekend. And we're also going to be talking to Ray Nelson of Fecal as they prepare for their Senior B uh, final outing against Clonera. And as always, I'm joined here uh, in, uh, by my co-commentator, Pat McNamara. And now we're joined by the chairperson of Scarifogunda Hurling Club, um, our Scamogie Club, is Eleanor Walsh. Eleanor, a person very good to hear on Scarifogunda Radio, a very busy person, also involved in the management of the senior team. Later on today in that semi-final as they take on, the reigning champions, Eineke Namona. Eleanor, you're welcome once again to Scarifogunda Radio. Thanks very much, Leo. Pleasure to be here. Eleanor, it's a, a big game. You know, I suppose many thought that this might turn out to be the, the final. Uh, Scarafogundo again in the Kinamona. But just as results go, it's um, a precursor to the final. I suppose it's a big game, no matter where you look at it. Uh, but semi-final. A huge game, um, Leo, and against Aina uh, Kinamona too, who have been um, who've been going going well. And look at ended up going very well I suppose last year and we're motoring on to um to Munster final club final and but 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 didn't get played and they were playing fantastic camogie at that time um I suppose they've re- regrouped and as have we and we have new management um in since early early days of January there and have been working hard so it's all coming down to Saturday semi-final knockout a championship camogie it's um we're delighted to be in the semi-final and really looking forward to Saturday yeah, and I suppose, Eleanor, this kind of team, you know, a number of changes from the team that lost the Munster final a couple of years ago. You could say it is a team in transition, a team in, team in development, with, you know, and I suppose following on from success at underage, a lot of younger players uh, brought in. It really adds to the dy- dynamic of the team, Eleanor. Yeah, it's been great, actually. There's been, you know, lots of uh, places up for grabs due to various people going going off. And one, uh, uh, congratulations to, to Marion and Mike, who have had a baby. And others have gone off and travelling and doing Erasmus with, with colleges and stuff. So I suppose the whole travel thing is opening up again, thanks be to God. But um, it has meant changes in the 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 senior team and also um, that's provided opportunities for the girls that are coming through a lot of whom have known success a lot of them have you know All-Ireland medals with um, St Anne's and Killaloo and um, Scarf Community College as well um, Schools Camogie Fela success County Championship success you know so those girls have, have been working hard on their Camogie skills for a long time now and it's fantastic for the those girls to be getting time on, you know playing our county um, senior championship and I'd have to say over the last four games um, they really the younger ones have been really growing into it and making an impact um, whether they start or whether they come on uh, it's been great to watch actually and the team are really gelling well together so there's a uh, yeah Great fun and games ahead, I think. Yeah, and I suppose indeed, as you said uh, earlier on in, in the interview, uh, new management in this year created a, a new dynamic, new energy. And in fairness, Eleanor, it's all gelling very well. 
it is I think yeah it is really really coming together for us look the management team have been great they've been very very generous with their time they're 100% committed to the girls said to the girls from the day from day one you know um, we're going to try you out in new positions we've no preconceived ideas of whether you're a back a forward or whatever you are and they just went on what they saw and put in great training plans for the girls and the girls bought into it and you look at Testament is you know we've won four out of four games we played a lot of challenge matches um, during the the summer and in the lead up to the the championship starting and uh, we won four out of four and we'll be hoping to make it five out of five yeah, and indeed, I suppose as you as you said, five out of five is is the plan. But no small measure. Ina Kilimona, as you said, unfortunately last year would probably have won the Munster Club uh, last year only for only for the the, the pandemic. But and they've suffered defeat to through Clanlara, so they'll be coming in uh, aiming to wrong right the wrongs of their their group game. And I suppose no better test to come up against Galfagunlo. Yeah, they will, of course. They will, of course. Um, I actually think Truk Clonara have been going very well. Um, if you had asked me to put a, a bit of money on last week, I might have tipped um, um, Truk Clonara. I think they're going really well. But look, there was nothing in that game either. Do you know, um, very close contest and either team could have come out and win it, I suppose. Um, for us playing on a Kilimon in a semi-final, it will bring us back to our 2019 campaign, which was very successful for us. So, you know, like, yeah, we kind of at this stage say, bring it on. We're go, you know, down to the last four, you know, top teams in the in the county. Um, nothing probably between all of us, actually, um, Leo, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to bring our A game on the day, work hard. Monica um, Lamona, renowned for their work rate on the pitch, like it really, they are fabulous and phenomenal with their with their work rate. Um, but and we'll have to work, you know, toe to toe with them on that. Yeah, and there's no doubt, you know, even at underage, there is a, a tremendous rivalry there between Scarfa Gunlow and Aina Kilnamona. And I suppose both sets of management will know one another, uh, the teams, quite well. So eventually on the day, it's going to come down to a break or two, will not? It will, yeah, it will. And yeah, we, we've been kind of, you know, working on just, you know, that decision making and composure under the decision making and, you know, and kind of getting, getting, I suppose, to, you know, to playing with, with, with freedom, but with determination. And I think the management have been really good about instilling that into, into the girls. Um, there will be no room for errors, absolutely no room for errors, you know, whatsoever. Um, but I think, you know, there's kind of, um, you know, a proof coming through on, on the performances from the girls to date and to be honest I don't expect it to be anything less on Saturday and if anything I think they'll be upping it Yeah that's good that's good to hear uh, In a quick word on the other semi-final you kind of nailed your colours there you were saying uh, through Clannera <laughs> Clickish and Bodaik recovered from the first round defeat uh, to Scarif changed their team around and they got much stronger in the process they have, yeah, they have. And I'll be killed for saying that now against Kilkish and Badaik because I, I, I have great friends over in Kilkish and Badaik and um, great Camogie players. Um, they're, yeah, they, you know, they, they did. And they were tough to beat, actually, um, that first game that, that we played. And I suppose, you know, maybe it was a bit of jitters um, first round uh, of the championship for us. Um, they have very, very good players, Kilkish and Badaik. Um, I think maybe, you know, on the day, Drew Clanara might just have a little bit more on them but I wouldn't write them off um, Leo I, I must admit they, um, they, they're they very good at, um, at at breaking down play and then br- 
bring you know moving on to breaking ball and uh, you know and just being um, being tough and so I think that that will stand to them um, I think they're a hard team to beat and uh, they'll bring their own you know measure of attack as well so it'll be interesting to say the least yeah, there's no doubt uh, an interesting weekend ahead, Eleanor. And look, at, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. We wish you and all the management team and all the players the very best to look and hopefully come uh, Saturday evening that Scarif Agundo will be appearing in another county final. Well, that will be the the plan and that's the plan anyhow, Leo. Before I go, I might just say a quick thanks to Harry O'Mara and Total um, Health because they are sponsoring, they've renewed their sponsorship with the senior team and there are new jerseys um, in my kitchen at the moment um, ready to be um, worn um, today. So, yeah, I really um, a super thanks to Harry for all his support to the girls over, over the years and, yeah, another motivation to get to that county final and wear those New Jerseys with pride for our, our parishes. Yeah, indeed, as if any extra motivation was needed, but look at any, <laughs> any, any pieces of help. Eleanor, as always, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. You're very welcome, Leo. Thanks, Eleanor. And once again, thanks to Eleanor Walsh for taking the time to talk to us. So when we move camps in the Camogie and we're going to get a neutral uh, observation on the semi-finals this weekend. And we're now joined by our well-known Eleanorist here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Uh, a lady who got all the predictions wrong in in the group games, so her semi final pairings are not 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 as she said in the first thing, first first day out. We're joined by uh, Patricia Grady. Trish, you're welcome once again. Thank you, and thank you for pointing that out. I was loyal to a fault, though. Oh, yeah, that no. no problem. Uh, look, at everyone Everyone makes mistakes, uh, Trish. We're going to let you off on that one. <laughs> it's, the biz- it's the business end that counts, Trish, anyway, this time of the year. The mind, early rounds don't matter. Trish, semi final weekend. Um, Scarafogunlo, Aina Kilnamona, Truklanlara, Kilkishin Bodaik. I suppose many expected uh, Scarafogunlo, Aina Kilnamona to be the final. Now it's uh, at the penultimate stage. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, I think it's been a great championship so far. There's been peaks and troughs in it for, for, a lot of, for a lot of the teams, like, you know, and I don't think we've seen the true form of any team as of yet, with possibility, Truk being the exception there. Um, they have um, they like they took they took the scalp of uh, Monica Lamona there in in a, in a group game, albeit by only by one point. Um Kishin Budaika full value for their money so far in the in the championship also. Um so it'll be it'll be a very interesting pairing there between Truk and Kilkishin Kilkishin Budaik, um and again on the flip side of that with with um Scarafagundalo and Ainik Lamona. And, look, um, and looking at Scarify, uh, Scarafogun and Aina Kilnamona, uh, Trish, the last two uh, championship winners uh, coming up against one another, I suppose, as we said, we thought they might meet maybe in, in a final, but look, it's at semi-final stages, and you, you know, at semi-final stage, anything can happen. It can, yeah, and I know that we say Aina Kilnamona has been playing without without their full squad, from what I can see now, whether those, the missing personnel are going to make an appearance um, for the semi-final, which I expect they will. Yeah, by, um, by, all, been, by all accounts, uh, all, all personnel will be on board. Yes, like, you know, and like, listen, that's, that's grand, it's grand saying that if you have all these three players back, but when they don't have too much hurling played in, in the round games, you're expecting them to turn it on. So, like, that, that's a bit risky in itself. Um, but, like, we all know the ability of Andrea O'Keefe. Like, you know, she can, she's been player of the matches, a player of championship, you know, for the, over the last couple of years in various, you know, in various matches, like, you know, she has been a very key player to them and they do, they do 
um, kick. Um, she kicks or makes that team kick, like, you know, so you would be hoping, or Aini Kilamone will be hoping that she'll be, you know, she'll be coming back at that level again, like, you know. Um, I know Sinead Quinn missed the last game as well. Michelle Meskel was around, wasn't around. She's been away. She's back in again. Like, it really, it's really, um, you know, in names, it, it makes their, the, the Aini Kilamone team very, very strong, like, you know. Um, from the Scarafo Gunnalo perspective, Listen, they have done they've done everything right so far. They've got themselves into a semi-final into position. They're you know they're two years ago they were they were they were county champions. They'll be looking to make amends for that, as I said, and I think that probably has been in their on their radar throughout this championship. Like you know, um, but I do think they will have to open a little bit to get over Andy Kilmona um, on Saturday. Yeah, there's no doubt they have a, 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 a team in transition, a lot of younger players on in this year. And you know, in a semi-final, look at it's either sink or, sink or swim and is the experience of Aina Kilimona uh, going to tell the tale here? It probably will, like, but I, I would think that from, you know, Scarafogunla have been over-reliant to, to, to a degree on, on, you know, the scoring of, of Marais Scanlon. And like, you know, she... She gets herself into position. She, she's taken those scores, whether they be from freeze or from, or from general play. But I think one or two more now. Alva Rogers, a very, very, um, you know, formidable opponent as well inside in the corner. Very, very fast and very threatening. Like, you know, but I do think a few of the other girls will have to put up their hands and, um, you know, in the scoring stakes there um, to get to get Scarif over the line, I think. Um, no, the same can be said to a degree with with uh, Anik in the morning. Like they haven't set the world alight in terms of you know scoring forwards and threatening forwards. But um, you know the, the last season was the same. They were building up to a big crescendo, and like you might have read the uh, you know in. were the ones that fell on that sword in, in the final last year. Like they brought it up, but they were slowly. They didn't set the world alight throughout their championship. You would think that the the plan. Again, it takes because the same. But listen, I, I think I, I do think I like the brand of hurling that Anikin Lamona play. I think they very direct. They don't mess around with the ball in defence. You don't turn them over that easily, and they don't cough up two scores. You know, they, you learn the score off them in terms of and and in, and in, 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 on the flip side of that is like you know when they're attacking, you know they they do put huge pressure on you, like you know, um, both from the midfield and fastball in and the overlap of the player coming through, you know, they, you know, and especially in this weather, I think that's going to be, you know, you know, I, I'd be leaning towards Aina Kinlamona. Trisha, I know, yeah, as you said, you're going for Aina Kinlamona. I hope you're 100% right on your predictions so far that you've been wrong in them all. And... <laughs> Sorry, I don't think the thing you want TV to be hearing, like you know, but it's um, I know, and it's like, and I don't want to think that it, it isn't the case that you don't have it. That kind of gonna don't have a chance. I think if anyone can upset the odds, it will be that team, like you know, because they, you know, you know, they, they haven't set the no more than ninety kilometers. They haven't set the championship life in terms of their ability, like you know, because I hate the word potential. <laughs> um, I've always said that even training teams, you either have the ability to do it. It's realizing your ability, not your potential. Potential is very much up is the onus on the individual. The ability, it's like it'll rise. It, if it's there, it'll rise. Like you know, it'll come mm. out. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Trish, as you said, turning to uh, True Clannera and Clickishan Break, as you said, uh, True Clannera have been the farm team of the championship so far. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. You'd expect them maybe to be just that little bit too strong for Clickishan Break, but Clickishan Break will be resolute. 
Oh, they will. I'm expecting a big physical battle here. And um, I, you know, both from uh, from both teams, you know, and uh, again, like the ball won't be flying off the ground, like, you know, and it'll suit, it'll suit both teams. I can tell you the truth. I think that it would be a, a big physical battle. Um, yeah, but with the form of, of, of True Clonlara and, and their form, we'll say in championships to date, over the last three or four years, their big game has always been their semi-final. Now, their championship uh, um, pathway has kind of uh, fluctuated over the years and they kind of got there. Whereas this year, they're coming, they're, you know, they're coming with um, uh, an expectation, I think, and more so than a hope to, to get into a final. So that might shift, the, you know, shift a little bit in their direction, like, you know, in, in terms of fencing them. But like, the position won't lie down and you know they, they will defensively they'll be very very tight and around the middle they'll congest it and you know uh, Troop won't get it all their own way they can't they have a time they do play very um, defensive um, you know they do play a sweeper inside in the pocket Michelle Caulfield covers covers that area whether Scarif or whether Kilkishan have the players now that will run at them and run through the channels and maybe pick off Pick off a scorer, you know, when you're when you're attacking at pace as well. Um, teams cough up frees, and you know their their free take has been fairly unerring. Like I, I expect a tight game. Possibly, if I had to call it, I would probably go the true lean towards true based on the. Um, I think they're probably a more balanced a balanced side. Yeah, and you're going back to, to the group game again. So, Aina Kilimona and True Clannara there. Uh, Trish, uh, intermediate semi-finals, a couple of interesting pairings as well. Clooney Quinn, I suppose the pre-championship pre favourites, beaten in the final last year, narrowly uh, by Fikil Kilinina. Coming up against Claire Casabellier, you'd expect Clooney Quinn to be too strong here. I would, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, they, they, they won't want to... Clooney Quinn won't want to stay alone intermediate like you know they went down last year and you know they, they, they'll, they'll be they'll be very, they're very well motivated to get up they do have the, they do have the, the players and the personnel Carol or um, Clarecastle like they was they've always threatened within the within the intermediate to, to get um, you know to be there or thereabouts in, in a semi-final final but they've never actually got over the line and I suppose this year hasn't been their best year um, so far, that you know, and I would expect, like I was nearly surprised to see him, see him there. To tell you the truth, in 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 a semi final, um, uh, they just seem to be not firing on, on all cylinders that they had here today. You know, as as of previous years, maybe lost one or two players, but you know, other players have matured as well. There, the M O'Connell is back there. Darren, you know, you've learned too. You've Flanagan's girl. They're the same, 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 same names are there. But Clooney should definitely, I'd say, have a little bit more in, in, in you know, to, to get over the line there. Yeah, and I suppose then looking at the other one, Wycott and Tulla, and Tulla defeated Wycott in an earlier round, Trish, and you know, an East Clare derby. This could go either way. Oh my God, it could, and that is for sure. And um, yeah, you said that Tulla pulled one over on, on, on Whitegate when the expectation was that Whitegate would win it, um, win that game. Um, I would probably hit short Whitegate now, atoning for that, for atoning for that defeat and getting into getting into the final. Um, they're one of the most resilient clubs in the country, as far as I know. Uh, uh, that I and I have great admirer for them, both in hurling and in Camogie. 
insofar as that, like, I think every person in the parish, if they're not playing, they'll be there, and um, they they bring that to the to the to their game every single time. And I think in the semi final, you know, they'll be they'll be difficult to beat there. There's no doubt about that. Trish, we look we look forward. Uh, we'd relish to see what where your predictions turn out, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, see are you consistent you know but come here as always we look forward to seeing you the weekend and thanks very much uh, for taking the time to no talk to us here on Scarf Bay Community thanks Trish bye bye and now we're joined by one of the, the greats to come out of Ogunda GA Club men who has served the club both as a player and administrator has won uh, junior A medals, intermediate medals, and senior B medals, Clare Cup medals with his club, uh, Ogundo, in that great stretch they had on from when they won the junior A in 1987 until they, they went back down, uh, down along from senior back down again. But they're on the move again, Ogundo, and it could be a case of deja vu as now they're in the junior A final going playing uh, Crochet. So we're joined by, as I said, well known man, Michael Sheedy. Michael, you're welcome once again. Hello, Leo. How are you? Not too bad at all. Great. Michael, I suppose. Looking back, I know we spoke about this and the history of the club, Michael, but 1987, look at the start of it all, I suppose, started off with Junior A. I know you had won the Junior B a, a, a year or two pr- prior to that. Glorious times, and is it a case maybe of starting off from scratch again and maybe setting the scene for something similar? Uh, well, I suppose, Leo, the cycle has certainly turned for us anyway, I think. Uh, back in the 80s, it turned positive for us in 84 with the Junior B win, and then we followed that up in 88 with, with Junior A, and we went on to great things after that. And um, we've dropped back down, as you say, to Junior A since. And uh, But in the last three years, there's been a bit of a turnaround, a very, a very good uh a great effort being put in a good management team in place and uh, uh, last year I suppose we were very unlucky a lot of results li- li- uh, went against them and the addition of uh, of a couple of new players this year has made a big difference and uh, and we're in the final so it, it would be great to think that it would be the start of certainly an up cycle again and sure let's see where it takes us yeah and I suppose as you said you know I suppose they have one. The group games are tight enough. You came also over a tremendous battle in the semi-final against Clooney, who were many people's fancy uh, to win the junior A. And that game can only bring you on even more. Yeah, it can, it can Leo. And uh, Clooney, as you say, were very good. They were really good on the day. I, I have to say they were they were excellent. And uh, it took our lads a long time to come to terms with them. Now, they finished very strongly. They probably won the last quarter by maybe two, three to a point, I think, which which was a good finish and a great testament to them, you know. <coughs> But but and and uh, but Clooney were excellent, and I suppose we owe them one. I suppose for the last couple of years they had caught us by a pint for that for the last two years. So uh, we were on the right side of it this time, lucky enough. And Michael, you're coming up again against Crushin. But having said that, you know Crushin will be formidable opposition. Crushin, I'm will be buying the in the final. But coming on the back also, Michael, of a tremendous win in the intermediate league. Yeah, the, the the intermediate league was a great boost to us, you, you know, and and uh, the the lads set out their stall to do well in it, and uh, and won all their league games, uh, which which was very good, and uh, ended up by by claiming, and that was a great confidence boost to the lads, and it set them up well for the championship, you know, so 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 uh, had tough battle against Innes Diamond in the championship as well. That 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 was a really <coughs> tough battle. So that and the Clooney game, I think, will stand to them going into the final. Yeah. Michael, how important has the under eight set up with Scarif, which has been 
to the outside onlooker being very, very successful uh, in terms of you know competitiveness at a, at a high level. How, how important has that been in development of, of some of this team and maybe giving the club in general a boost? Yeah, I'm sure it's been very important, Pat. I mean, f- for us as a small rural club, it's been critical because it, it allows our our uh, our underage players play at a good level. You, you know, so and it's been very beneficial for both clubs. So um, most of the lads on the team uh, on Sunday have probably they've all played at B level from under 12 to under minor and a lot of them were actually the lads in their mid-20s now they they all played under 16A and minor A if you go back 6 or 8 years ago you, you know so that that has undoubtedly stood to them there's absolutely no, no doubt and to be able to bring players through at that level we obviously don't have too many players coming through but if we can keep them coming continuously having played at that level it gives us every chance of, of, of uh, at, at adult level and I suppose Michael you know going back a couple of years you know Ogunda were in, were in, in trouble with, with numbers wise you know and we're barely fielding, fielding teams I can be honest your brother Pascal was playing there I suppose at 50 years of age he was still playing during the could still there's no doubt he could still contribute better than, better than most but you know the numbers have come through and you know it's a, it's all positive for Ogunlo at the moment and as you said added to the experience of playing at the higher level at underage and these players are beginning to develop and come of age now yeah they, they are there's no doubt we had a lull there where, where we didn't have that many players actually coming through you, you know and and, uh, and we went through pro- probably a few bleak years at adult level when you're dropping down through the ranks it's hard to arrest the the, the slide yeah. you, you know and it's very and and it does take time and even though you, you you think you can compete at junior a when you drop down to junior a you, you know if if a lot of your players are on on the on the wrong side of 30 in particular i suppose it, it can be hard to generate and then your younger players then are coming into an adult team that's struggling and it's very hard yeah. for them to, to get a foothold in that and it's it's hard to stop the slide you, you, you know so and a lot of work has gone into that but 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 now that it has turned around uh, I, I think we have players coming in uh, coming into a better setup and a better structure and that augurs well for us yeah and I mean that's that's obviously shown to progress this year particularly and in the final now what do you know of Christine you know they're actually a senior club as we speak still and uh, you know are they have they some ex-senior ex-senior players on the way kind of to down or have they a young mix a young mix with that or what do you know about them yeah, I, I think Christine, they'll be tough anyway yeah they, they will Pat yeah and they, they gave us a very stiff test for a long time in the league match uh, in earlier that they, they were very good and maybe they might have ran out of puff I think maybe uh, in that but I'd say their conditioning would be significantly better now having trained with their seniors all the year and, and they have three or four uh, you, you know ex-senior players the like of Jerry O'Grady there like I mean who, who's who will be he'll be a formidable uh, uh, um, uh, proposition, you, you know. So I, I'd be expecting nothing but a very tough game from Crushing. Yeah, absolutely. And does yeah. not Michael uh, added added the fact that some of these Crushing players are also, you know, getting championship <coughs> games in the senior B. You know, it's a funny rule in my book that you can you can play a senior B and junior A championship in the one year, but. Look at the rules and the rules, and you know that'll keep them sharp, Michael. Yeah, uh, it, it, it will. It will, Leo. Yeah, and we wouldn't be underestimating them, them, them for one minute. I, I, I think it'll be a great battle. And the fact that the fact that their their players are playing at that level and have trained at that level for the year, it, it, it has to bring them on and it has to stand to them. So I, I, I think it'll be a tough battle. Yeah, I, I think we get our stiffest test today. Relegation level anyway. Not sure it's the senior B, Leo, but Relega- relegation. Yeah, relegation. Yeah, yeah, still senior right. Holland. Yeah. yeah, yeah, relegation. Michael, however, you know. 
all is positive with Ogunla and look we wish him all the very best of luck in the final there's no doubt that everyone in East Ayr would rather see uh, Ogunla being up at intermediate level you know uh, where they're well capable of unfortunately Michael you know there is the downside to Ogunla GA club at the moment and a club that's in mourning and it is you know hard even you know the players will have to lift their game you know and hopefully in to in memory of Gerard McMahon. And you might talk a bit about Gerard. Yeah, ho- hopefully, Leo. Yeah. G- Gerard was a young man, obviously, tra- tragic circumstances recently. He played with us all up along through underage. He was a really classy player and uh, a really composed player. Player, Fabulous hands, fantastic hands. And uh, he, j- he joined the army about three or four years ago and, and, and went off and, from what I can gather, has done really well there and has medals for marksmanship and, and everything since. And so at that stage, he drifted away from hurling yeah which which was fair enough he was concentrating on his army career and uh, he had just completed a tour of, of uh, duty in Syria uh, re- recently so 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 certainly it was a very difficult weekend for us the weekend of the semi-final but the lads reacted very well and and, uh, and obviously now uh, Gerard will be very much in our thoughts as, as we head to the final there's no doubt about it and we, we as we said we wish it um, echo all our sympathies towards the, the McMahon family a Indeed, great family yeah. steeped in the tradition of GA down the Gunla Michael thanks very much for that you're welcome Leo thank you <coughs> and now we're joined here on the line by uh, the manager of the Scarif Junior C team it's probably the most talked about match in, in East Air for many a long day it's the Junior C final later on today between Scarif and their near neighbours uh, but I can, as I said we're joined by the, the Scarif manager uh, Michael Rogers here Who's going to tell us a uh, lead away or preview the match this morning before us? Michael, you're welcome, Scarf Bay Community Radio. Thank you, Leo. Thank you. I was told coming in not to give too much away, so <laughs> um, I suppose I have to start by saying I'm only the, the boy in this. David Jones is the manager, so um, I'm representing the lads today. But yeah, it's a huge honour for us to be in the <coughs> Junior C final on, on Saturday, and we're really looking forward to it now and a fine big challenge against Spadike. Yeah, and I suppose, first of all, Michael, congratulations to yourself and Marion on the birth of your, your, of your, of your daughter. Um, you know, all are well. All are well, thank God. That's, yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. Now, back to more important things, Michael, <laughs> as, as we say. Michael, as you said, you're, you're speaking on behalf of, of David Jones and the rest of the team. And look at Scarif Club on a major high, right? Intermediate Championship last year, uh, the Division 2 League this year, Junior B uh, champions. It would be really dicing in the cake if they could uh, pull off this Junior C Championship. Uh, it would be, Leon. I suppose, in fairness to the club, um, it's been a, a lot of years since we've had um, a competitive third team to talk about, you know, being, being in the county final. So I suppose COVID has been a huge asset in a lot of regards. But <coughs> there's great credit due to the lads that are in it. I mean, you look at Brendan McNamara in goals, and it's hard to believe like that in 1991 he played in the county senior final in goals. Um, 1992 we beat Bedike in a minor final inside in the park, and Mousy was in goals. and Seamus Ryan was in goals for Bright. And Derek he, Kelly and, lined out that yeah. day. And he had an opposite yeah. into the field against Ni- their front today. 1994, we won a, a, a minor B against Kilmaley and the six of those lads starting, hopefully, if their legs are up to it on, <laughs> on Saturday. If they're picked. <laughs> so, I, I suppose, to answer your question, you know, um, these lads have given huge service to the clubs um, down through the years and, and their involvement in the club in so many other aspects other than playing. You know, they're... they're fundraising and training and coaching and they're great lads and just they have driven it on really Mike, sorry, Mike you just mentioned Covid there and we know what you meant exactly people were around but is that the only explanation for a club because I know Scarif's population isn't by any means massive in comparison to some of the hurling clubs around Clare and you're feeling three 
very very competitive teams as it happens and playing high quality hurling at all levels and the C, your own C team has proved it but is there any are there any other um, factors which have you having so many adult lads willing to, let, to, to continue to play in the, green, in the green and white well sure I suppose all ships rise when things are going good you know um, we have a great cohort of people we've uh, f- club members that are moving home for work reasons and they've built their houses and they're starting their lives in Scarif and they're available now to get involved in the club and are heavily involved in the club and a lot of those are playing now and sure once one lad goes back he'll drag another fellow yeah. back and 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 it is actually hard to keep some of them away at times great complaint yeah and michael i suppose it started off maybe you know as a bit of fun right you played your first game against again another east Clare team again a over in in Bedeik in in <coughs> which ended in an exciting draw and i suppose it took pace from there then michael it did started in 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 Bedeik against ogunlo uh, yeah and we played tulla and the banner and had an unmerciful battle against Dora Bearfield last Sunday in, in Kilkishan. But again, the character of these lads, both young and old, you know, it's it's wrong to say the fun goes out of it, but it definitely gets a little bit more serious as you progress in any competition. Mm. And sure, ultimately, a county final is only 24 medals given out every year at every grade, and the lads want this now, and it's Bodeik are, are in their way, I suppose, which adds a, a bit of spice to it as well. Yeah, and I suppose, Michael, look, it is uh, Scallop's third team, all right? It's Bodeik's second team, and, uh, you know, a number of Bodeik players, you know, would have been playing... Um, in in their first team during the league and maybe one or two would have been disappointed that they hadn't been playing maybe intermediate championship and I suppose one or two more maybe they are to push themselves should have been playing intermediate championship I suppose Michael maybe on the balance of that second team again third team but I maybe going in a slight favour Michael I I would have to say so I mean you'd probably expect me to say that anyway but we saw but I playing Kilnina and we thought they were much better than Kilnina that day and uh you know, they've, they've, they've a lot of youth and experience in their team. Um, probably our, our best operator in our squad, really, is Michelle Mack, you know, and how she keeps those legs going. She's <laughs> phenomenal, really, at times. But, um, look, we, we're going to White Get Hope and we can win it. And, and that's where we stand. And can we have to see the big battles, you know... Uh, you know there is a, there's a lot of men with a, a lot of experience going out in the field of play and individual battles are going to be huge here Michael they are they are I mean we we would be hoping our half back line would be our strongest line Patrick Moroni Shane McMahon and Damien O'Grady you know but I mean you you have the Malays the O'Briens the Welches they're all household names and but I can great characters and you know they, they, they want the same things we want and, and I've no doubt it's going to be a, a huge test on Saturday Michael the big pike is in, in you know myself looking from the outside. I myself looking from the outside. Big field may swing the pendulum a small bit maybe in, but I favour. But I won't like me hear me saying that. But maybe you know, big field younger players. But I suppose maybe when it comes to final, I suppose all all pet all known form goes out the window maybe and. With yeah. the battle, it's probably again the same old adage. Who wants it most, Pat? It's true in any any level. When you start with under twelves and fourteens or sixteens or any age senior team can be flying it all day but there's not that much pressure on but then when you see a massive crowd in the sideline and there's a cup there sitting on the table and there's a lot of talk in the week building up to it some people handle it brilliantly they were made were born for this and other lads don't handle it uh, quite as well and they tend to maybe start going out of their good habits and falling back to bad habits because they're a bit nervous they're a bit tense they didn't maybe sleep well the night before and there's massive interest in this as we know my own disappointment is our own lads didn't make it but I did hear as Michael said and others said that, but I well deserved to be just we haven't to go joking otherwise our lads had been flying it in games and massive scores but 
again, we didn't have a Michelle, Michelle Mack to keep the legs thinking harder. But um, but go, you know what I what I'm looking forward to is the, the atmosphere the, the day before it and the day of it. Whitegate will be thronged. Uh, it'll be a really East Clare day. It'll be the same for these guys as if it was a senior game. Uh, it won't matter once that ball is thrown in, the, the, whether to C, B, A, Inter or Senior, it does not matter a bit. It's a massive game for your parish against rivals and friends in many cases. So I think it's just to make us a brilliant, brilliant day and uh, made the best team win. But I just think it's wonderful to have two East Clare teams here again in this and creating a ma- massive excitement. And I hope they'll be given you know, great coverage in the press and all that because these games are what Hurling is all about as well. It is all about, I know, the top players and the Tony Kellys and the Henry Shefflin's moving to Galway and all that. But it's also about these these games as well, Michael, I think, where lads who have served the club well for, for decades and also young lads on their way up, you know, get a chance to shine on what is a, a major day. So, great day to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose we were all involved in Junior B many years ago, you know, where you go to Junior B matches and you'd have the crack and you'd be left at the older lads running around. But, um, there's great credit due to both sets of, of players, you know, and, how, and the condition they're in. And I think people will be very surprised at the standard of Hurland that'll be there. And without a shadow of a doubt, the farm book will go out the window on this. This will be a fierce, close, tight encounter. And there's no doubt about Michael. Everyone knows one another so well. As Pat said, an East Clare occasion, East Clare venue, East Clare referee, uh, referee with, with Owen O'Leary, you know. And I suppose maybe the county board are looking at this with Owen and maybe he's amended. Maybe tends to blow a lot. He's not going to let it develop, you know. It's a big one for him as well, Michael. It is a big game, but sure. Owen is well able to handle himself now and he's, you know, a fine pitch and fine. he'll have his own team with him, you know. But going back to the colour and things, great to see the flags up and the flags up and but I can, Jesus, I see a flag in the Connacht Road. I thought it was a, a Nogunlo flag when I saw it. But, <laughs> so, sure, isn't that the buzz of it and that's what it's all about and that's and, what we and, live for. And, and I know, I just we speak of the self-same woman in, in Breed O'Donnell and I see she was in, in Joy Kevin's lately waving a scarab flag. So, yeah. look at, maybe, maybe she's... Dual, uh, dual citizenship. <laughs> dual citizenship, yeah. yeah. But... Isn't that what it makes it, Michael? You know, it's a, a, a great day for all. Look at and at the end of the day, Michael, all whoever we made the best team win, everyone walk off the field like we did, like they did in all this. Shake hands, walk off, and everyone hits off for a, a pint or whatever after, after yeah. the game. Yeah, I'm sure as long as Scarif have the cup, then <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's no doubt, no doubt about that. But look at what an occasion to look forward to, to end the, the sporting season here in East Clare and down in, in Wycott. And Michael, we look forward to winning this battle. Yeah. We wish yourself and all the players the best to look and a safe, a safe final. And hopefully, that everyone gets off the game, uh, you know, with no injuries afterwards. And look at, made the best team win. Exactly, exactly. Thanks, Will. And now we're joined to talk about the the, the biggest event of the weekend by, but uh, Ike Man, well known to all of you. Uh, for his Bodike involvement and indeed Clare at all levels of, of administration and, and playing and, and, and management. Sean O'Hurland. Sean, it's good to have you on Sportsline. Okay, thanks, Pat. Sean, the biggest occasion in a long time for East Clare Hurling is happening in, in Whitegate uh, Saturday afternoon and a uh, huge amount of interest in it. Two local teams. And before we go on to who might win it and how they might win it, isn't it great to have uh, such an event in Whitegate, large crowd, uh, and a, a very local scene and, and great rivalry and great fun and colour. Yeah, absolutely, Pat. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it's a special occasion for East Clare, you know, two neighbouring clubs um, playing at a, a county final and, as you say, playing it in, in, in the heart of East Clare, down in Whitegate, in, 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 a, in a beautiful uh, venue, um, 
brilliant pitch down there and uh, very well capable of staging this county final. There's not, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's a fabulous venue. And I mean, you know, we're blessed in East Clare that some of our venues are, are, are really very atmospheric. Broadford or Budaik or Scarif or anybody else you want to mention. Uh, or Gunnelow as well. So he, here is, here's a big one. Um, Scarif and, and Budaik both there on minute, on merit. Budaik have beaten my own club, Kilinina. Deservedly so in the semi-final, I have to say. We missed that game as we were covering. But I suppose Budaik and Scarif both, you know, trying to, I suppose... Improved their status in hurling. Scarif have gone up senior. The Junior Beast did a great win. But Ike had a very young intermediate squad trying to make that breakthrough in intermediate, which I think they will do in the next few years, or maybe maybe in less than a few years. But, um, but it's Budike's second team against Scarif's third team. Do you think that confers any bit of an advantage on Budike, that it is your second your second squad? Yeah, it's difficult to know, really. Um, I suppose we probably wouldn't have the, have the playing numbers that, what, that Scarif have at present, you know. But uh, and in fairness, just Gareth, like they have really done well uh, at, at, all, at all with all teams, and you know, and I want to take the opportunity to congratulate them on the, the championship, uh, and that was a, was a seriously competitive championship, and um, they came out really well against British um, win against Fylbridge. But I suppose going back to your question, that um, from you know, just a small bit of history on the Junior C Championship, it initially was, was initiated there, maybe. Uh, four or five years ago and uh, it, it was really for probably C teams junior C teams uh, for, for clubs that would be struggling to, to, to field uh, and to compete at junior B level and um, it, it is mainly for clubs in actually in West Clare there's the Clan Bunny and, and um, uh, Kilkee Beleha and, and those types of clubs the Banner also had, had a second team yeah. but it, it kind of spread its wings a little bit and and. Uh, you know the likes of ourselves, and you know, and um, you know yourselves, Kilinina, and and um, you know, second and third teams in clubs, you know, automatically fell into it, and it, it has it has turned out to be a very interesting, uh, you know, championship, and and I think that there's there's a niche there for it. You know, from the point of view of players that don't make, you know, their top teams are, are maybe their second teams even in the club, as is the case in Scarif. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the second team with, with, with us. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it commands great interest. And, and um, I know from our perspective, you know, we have, we have fellas playing there that, you know, and they were training, a good out of them training all year. and They didn't get a game at intermediate level. So now they're very happy to be playing in, 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 in this grade. And, and, Particularly when they have, you know, competing in 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 a, in a county final. So uh, th- there was never a county final won easily, and and I don't care what grade it is, you know, it's 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 never easy win and uh, win out a championship of any description, even go down to under eight. You know, you 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 very rarely see a championship that that you know you 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 get through and walk through easily, and and this is is is, is no is 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 no different. You know, we we had a few tough games along the way, and we just barely scored over Kilinina, but you know they. they the team have, have you know, they've showed great interest and, and have trained a bit, you know, in the last few months and, and really focused in on it and, and um, you know, delighted to see them in the county final and we're, we're honoured to be there and competing against Gareth on, 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 on Saturday. Great for both clubs and, and, as, and as you said, Sean, you know, and I, I said previously, when you're in that final and there's a big crowd in white gate and the ball has been thrown in, you don't care what grade it is. For you, you're representing your, you've got your club colours on, you're, you're lining out there on the pitch and you're as proud as if it was seen or intermediate or any other grade. But um, both clubs are, teams are a bit similar, I suppose, in that they have a few players who have served their club a player level 
playing level for decades and you also have a few young lads coming up plus a few lads in, the, in, in between I suppose that uh, as you were saying mightn't have got a game this year at at uh, intermediate or senior level so uh, both clubs I suppose have a nice mix of the experience and the up and coming yeah, and, and and we are typical of of exactly what you what you said there, Pat. Um, you know, we like the Seamus Ryan, who's been a part of of our club for for many years. You know, in the goals, and uh, he's he's still as, as sharp as ever. And you know, you have the likes of yeah, Shane Walsh has given great service to the club. He's been the half back he's got. He's carrying a bit of an injury at the present, but hopefully he, he'll be able to line out. And then you have the likes of Colin Malai, You know, great experience. Michael O'Brien. You know. You know, those fellas have given great service to the club, you know, at, at, at intermediate level and junior A over the years as well. And, you know, then we have, in contrast that then, we have young, younger players like Kieran Hickey, Jamie Walsh, we have Ron Keane, and we have the Devaney brothers Owen and, and Jack are, are, you know, they're, they're just around the 20 mark, like they're very young players. But they're they're very enthusiastic about it, and and um, they're delighted to be playing and to be part of of, of a team that's contesting a county final. And what has really struck me is that the parish is very much behind them, you know, in 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 this final. Uh, great support from 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 uh, from every partner in 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 the, in the club and, and in the parish, which is which is great to see. And Sean, I suppose looking at, at Budaik, Sean, you know, for a lot number of years, you know, Budaik had only, you know, just about enough uh, for the first team. There wasn't quite enough there to make the second team. And with the young lads coming through, and it just shows about how, how the club is moving forward. That now they can have a second team, you know, a competitive second team going well in conjunction with the first team, Sean. Yeah, absolutely, Leo. Yeah, and and we we, we often did struggle. I mean, I, I can recall not too long ago. You know, having entered uh, maybe a junior B team in the league and, and maybe playing one game and maybe two and struggling then to field for the next two or three games and, you know, probably had to give walk over. But we have the, the few young players coming through and that has made the difference, you know. And then, with as I said, with the likes of Kim and Tracy and, and, and you know, Oshimalai, this year got regraded. He's, he's back playing, playing, playing junior. You know, a few players are regraded. Like, that can make a huge difference as well. And, and um we have the we we have the, the you know we have as you say like we we have the, the younger players coming through which you know some of them have moved on to intermediate and others then are just you know you know find their feet you know, at, at, at present yeah absolutely yeah at junior so yeah, some of those might be the different sort for them to get up and play intermediate next year. And so, Sean, and suppose, know, I, and I suppose, Sean, also with the next few years, you know, there is a, a cohort of young that's coming through every year, really. And look at at least they know when they come to adult level now that there is going to be a game there for them, you know. And of course, obviously, if they push themselves hard enough, they can play at the higher level. But you know, for those that may not be ready, quite ready, there is the a bonus of that. There is a junior team there that they can uh, learn their trade with. Yeah, yeah, and and that's hugely important for for those players. You know, it's very important that you know we we very much an inclusive club, and that everyone that um, will 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 be playing and coming to coming to, or coming to the field training will actually get a game. And and there's nothing worse than than you know fellas training all year and ending up maybe only getting ten or fifteen minutes of game time. The important thing is that they actually know they're going to get a game and that they're. That's the basic, you know. It forms the basis of all clubs, like you know, participation and, and inclusion, and you know, keeping keeping the spirit alive and, and keeping the, the jersey, you know, on the back of, of those players. Like it, it's hugely important, and they will go out on Sunday there, you know, 
representing the parish, representing themselves, first of all, I suppose, in the parish, you know, every, everyone, and everyone belongs to them. And, and this is, it is a great, um, to, it's just a great finish up to the year with, you know, if, to be playing in the county finals for, for all those players and, and, and the management as well. I must mention, you know, the likes of Paul, Paul McCarthy, like, and, 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 um, you know, John McKenna and Johnny Healy and, 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 and those guys, John Brown and Sean, you know, and, and Dave McNamara. Your, 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 club, your club chairman. Yeah, that's right, David. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's selected on the team, and and you know they they have stuck in there, and and they have you know they have galvanised those that, that, you know that bunch of players together, and they have you know they've put in a good bit of work with them, and in fairness, now they're getting the dual award to be playing in the county final on Sunday or on Saturday. And it's brilliant, uh, Sean, and we wish both teams, I suppose, the, the best of luck, and we hope it's a brilliant occasion and that uh, whoever comes back uh, with, the, with the cup uh, will each spend a bit of time in each other's company and celebrate the fact that East Clare holding is, is alive and well. Um, just a few other big games this weekend, Sean, before we let you go, time is against us. Uh, another East Clare team in a big match uh, tomorrow, uh, this weekend, Smith O'Brien's versus St. Joseph's. Just briefly, how do you think that one might go? Can we see another East Clare victory? Um, ironically, I, I, I missed out on seeing Smith O'Brien's, but I've had great reports about them, you know, on their, their games in, in their quarterfinal and, and semifinal, and I believe they have really played very well. But I did I did see Dora Bearfield in, in two games. One was against ourselves, which they won, you know, by seven or eight points in the finish up, and, and then and they certainly were the better team. I also saw them against Rowan, and I, I, was, I was impressed with them uh, probably more so in our own game than, than in our own game. But uh, I will say, uh, I just felt that they were moving well. I thought that they were they were really, you know, playing as a team. They were working very hard for each other. They seemed to be creating an extra man in, in all positions in terms of, you know, in terms of support play, whether it is in defence or in attack. And I, I just like like the, the system, you know, it's very much probably the, the, the Limerick style, you know, that, that they're adopting. And I, I, I the only Reservation I would have is that it's the game is on in the park, and you know uh, they, they have a few players that maybe not as mobile, and they, and they might be they might be found out a small bit in the park. Whereas maybe you know Smith O'Brien's have you know really come through two really tough games, competitive games where they where they had to dig deep and they came out on top with flying colours. So maybe Killaloo might might just shade it. Okay. Sean, as always, thanks a million for joining us. Great to hear your views once again. And as I said, massively looking forward to, to the activity at the weekend. Best look to all teams. And Sean, I'm sure we'll be, we'll be, you'll be wearing your Bodai colours with pride. But uh, either way, thanks for joining us. And we wish all teams yeah. well this weekend. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Sean and now we're joined by a very good friend of ours here on Sportsline from Fiegel, uh uh, via Galway uh, that is Ray Nelson Ray has been always very good to us to join us with his uh, thoughts on all things hurling camogie and indeed many other sports as well Ray thanks for com- joining us in Sportsline once again How are you doing lads? Good evening Ray how are you? Ray um, Fiekel playing a B final against Clonara um, it's in many ways it's a very big game it was the, the thoughts of other people is, is us. it's only very much a consolation prize and maybe less than that but you're uh, Clare Cup champions. You were very unlucky not to qualify to to uh, to a later stage of the championship, the, the, the proper. So you know, uh, a win against a, a big team like Clonmore would still be a decent finish to the season. Yeah, I suppose it could. Yeah, there's a few ways of looking at it. The, the scenery is new to us, and but um, when you're when you're when you're asked to play, you go and play it, and uh, uh, we. Brought for the semi final, and we were 
we've been lucky enough now to get over them to be honest Bradford fought well and uh, it was a very bad weight and they had it nearly back to level near the finish and we just couldn't pull the way but um, I suppose as everyone knows sure are the, the enigma they're, they're you know everyone knows what they have and what they and people have scratched on their head like for years as to how they didn't get more than you know what they got in championships and uh but this particular Fanara team is, is pretty good. Um, they they ran everyone close in the in, in the championship, including Ainamona, who are the kind of favourites now at this stage, nearly for the competition. I think there was three or four points in that, and uh, should have beaten Kilmeade for nearly really if they kind of if they kind of put out their full output maybe in the, earlier on. Um, they're a good, they're, they're, they're not, not a good horrors in Canary, you know. So, I mean, they'd, they'd be a big test now for our lads. And, uh, but sure, it's something to look forward to at this time of the year. Um, hard enough to get lads maybe motivated. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, some lads are anxious to be holding no matter what. Some lads are, once the championship is over, it's over, you know. So, but there are lads appear to be fairly interested in giving it a go anyway and uh, hopefully we'll give them a good game at least and yeah. uh, you never know and the fact that uh, as I said playing a team that's highly rated in Clare although sometimes they haven't far from lived up to that rating uh, that billing with the players they have it would be a great scalp to take but secondly there's, there's a trophy at stake so as you'd ask for any final uh, Ray have you a pretty clean, clean bill of health and, and how has preparations been in dark evenings and as you said maybe hard to motivate lads so clean bill of health and, and preparation how are they going? Well and, and the bill of health situation the, the year has been uh, one of those years that um, we never had a clean bill of health and we haven't got one now I mean the two, two of the players two of the starters that we were missing against their ogre still missing and uh, Martin Daly would be in the third. He's back now. He's actually playing there rugby with Gareth as well. So he's hopefully he's he'll be back and able to take some part in it anywhere more part in most of it. And um, other than that, I think everyone is reasonably all right. Adam Hogan has a one of these strains, tie strains or whatever. He's kind of trying to train for the chat hearty as well now and all that. So you know, I tend to mind him as best we can, I suppose. Um, but other than that, you know, we've we have, but we we as you know, we always say that we have panel is limited. Sure, everyone knows that, but we'll have we'll have enough anyway. And know. I suppose you know, once the game starts, Ray, you know, regardless of what status the match is, uh, and I think it still is a very important game for any club to to try and win a, a final of any competition, but. I'm sure Fiekel will be switched on and they will be given absolutely everything on the pitch to win this game, regardless of whether they were highly motivated for, for the last few couple of weeks or not. You know, uh, and and the game will take a lot of life of its own and maybe you certainly won't lack you, you certainly won't lack for hunger. You'd have no less hunger than Tlara and maybe you'll live even more. Yeah, well, Tlara uh, won it last year and I suppose in our situation you'd be hoping that um, um, that they wouldn't be going all out but the, the thing about Trinari is that uh, there's no pressure on Trinari now for this competition yeah. and that's when they that's when they probably hold at their best club, that's you know key, yeah. Yeah. they probably would be better now than they would be in the championship because they they, they can just let fly in and they have really skillful hurlers and great movement and everything you know so um, 
Uh, yeah, or like they'll give it their slot because, I mean, we have six or seven, you know, of our top players are, are leaders and they're very interested in their hurling and they will give it their all. So they'll probably bring along the rest with them. And um, I don't want be a whole lot in it, you know. Um, the current, we'd be worried a bit about Clonaris pace, I suppose, and that we wouldn't be the previous. But the, the ground now is... Is uh you know slowing down a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think the game is in Bradford, as far as I know. The yeah, yeah, Bradford, yeah. So um, uh, I'm not too sure. Bradford's a lovely field, lovely pitch, lovely venue great, in general. Great, yeah, to play. Oh, in general, yeah, great. Mm. Yeah, you know, so there's, there's no harm anyway. And um, yeah, there's you know, look, we see how it goes. You know, and said, um, we, you know, we all know what what Clonmel have and the players they have. And, and like you know, even Scarif now is what gave it their all against them last night, and you know they 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 still put up a big score against them without Delvin, you know. So um, you'd be under no 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 illusion as to what you're what you're uh, facing there, you know. So I so he'll be back as well. So, but uh, Raymond, um, look, Raymond, looking at at, at Clannera, right? And I suppose the last night against Scarif, Scarif for them too much space altogether. Maybe stood out from a small bit. There's no doubt that no. when Fecal go out at the, with the with the jersey and and they they give it everything, they won't be alone. Uh, Clannera, Ray, you won't be alone. Clannera, the space uh, to express themselves, you know, and you'll make it more of a fight more than more than that. Well, we hope to. Leah. I mean, as I say, um, we wouldn't be the. The, the the fastest team in the world either you know which maybe you get caught at times but we would hope to have a bit of a plan to 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 block it up a little bit anyway you know and not to give them you know if you give thoughts or um, you know Gary and Galvin or the the Lockins or any of them lads like him in you know they're very good holders they're county class players and they they'd open you up there like you know they they make dust you if you if you if you allow them space and time and everything you know to pick out their own lads and uh, so we just have to be as vigilant as we can and, you know, cut down the space as much as we can and cut down everything and stop them getting it, I suppose. It's just not the exactly. thing. And, <laughs> you know, so. and Raymond, I suppose, look, at Fecal started off the year with a Mavericks win in the Clare Cup, right? First one for a long, long number of years. Unlucky not to get through in the championship. And look at, I suppose, if you look at Newmarket in the position they're in now, you defeated Newmarket. Newmarket are maybe in poor position to make a county final. It could very easily have been fecal, you know, but look, at it's, it's not to be at this stage. It would be really a, a, a great end to the year, uh, Raymond, for fecal, if they could win the scene be added on to the uh, Clare Cup earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, it should be a great trip for, for the likes of us, you know, smart club to win it. Um, and as I said, we we'll be giving it we'll be giving it our all. And um, you know, I mean, uh, I suppose people have mixed views on the scene or B. Uh, you know, but it's still when, when, you know, as as you said as, as you said there earlier. Once you put up a cup for somebody and you and you have two teams talking out, they're going to they're going to have a go at it. Like you know, it's you know, it's not going to be a Mickey Mouse game. So uh, and it'll be. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be seen as prestigious if we win it anyway, I can tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> right. Well, listen, the very best to look in that scene will be final against Clonair and we hope it's another, I suppose, East Clare, or we'll say North East Clare victory because we could do with, uh, you know, the clubs around our, our own area here uh, winning more and more. So the very, very best of luck to you in that final and I know, I know you'll fight, you'd fight to the death. Ray, one right. other thing I must ask you and um, you're a man I know has tremendous uh, knowledge of... of 
of, of what's happening in, in, in Hurley in general, but particularly in Galway, where you live during the week. And um, But I think even the men of your absolutely unbelievable inside knowledge was probably caught a little bit on the hop with the appointment of the great King Henry uh, to, to Galway. You weren't alone, I know, but uh, you didn't have much of an inkling, or did you have some bit? No, um, I, I have to admit that not one person that I met or I never heard the, the name wasn't mentioned. There was a slight wrinkling of a Kilkenny connection from one source. Um, and when, when the news broke, a lot of people ran for it. And as I said to you earlier there, the one thing that kind of I I I pulled in my horses when I when I saw that there was a whole busload coming from there to go <laughs> I said there's something not totally right here now, you know. But um, uh, ah, sure, uh, they had um they had a, a committee there and they kept it close to the chest. And I I don't think they're telling the whole truth either as to what exactly happened at the moment. But um. I think it kind of fell into place, and I, I'm not too sure, really, whether the full truth will come out. Um, the one thing I would say is that when the the announcement was made, or the you know, and and even before the announcement of, of Davy was made, the <clears throat> there was a not you know social media being what it is nowadays. Jesus, was was serious stuff on it, like it was all anti, like you know. So I mean. Uh, um, even if lads were kind of thinking on that time, they said they kind of said, "Yes, we better throw back a little bit here now." So, um, and I didn't see one negative comment when Shefflin appeared. So there you go, you know. And, and, and on that, on, on the reception to Shefflin, you know, was it worked very clever by the county board to put in something that the thought people didn't want first or promote that, and then Shefflin? But, but this, the most important part is the second part of the question. That is, is it Shefflin the great hurler, or Shefflin the? Slightly unproven coach because he had brilliant players in Belly Hale. I know, no, he has been successful. Is it is it is it based on the on the brilliance of Henry the the, the King Henry the hurler rather than maybe being fully proven at this level of coaching? Do you think? Well, you you have a few different views. You have the supporters' view, which will be Sheffield and will be talking about maybe Sheffield the hurler. <coughs> you know, and they maybe wouldn't have, you know, they just want to see the thing going well and that's it. The lads would be digging down a bit deeper, like would be hopeful that he he would have something that would bring along maybe the huge underage talent that's in Galway or supposedly in Galway and that kind of a thing. But, um, like... Yeah, you're right there. It's he's he's there's no doubt he's unproven and that's it. I mean he's he he uh, he did well with his own club um, and they they won a couple of Kilkenny's and they won the and they won the All Ireland club. It wouldn't prove a whole lot to be honest. A lot of people have done that. So um, and he he I could on a personal thing I could see it. I've been kind of a bit involved in it. Seen a championship here and that, and I've seen, you know, a lot of what's going on there and teams and everything like that. And, and um, the supposed talent that's in Galway are—that's what they are. I suppose they—they—they they, they have been good. They have won minors. They won five, yeah. 
five All Ireland minors. They, they haven't won the twenties or the twenty one. So, <clears throat> I mean, if you're a good minor, like you could stay a good minor, you know. And I mean, a lot of these lads are staying good minors, but they're not. And I see them uh, poking their head there at senior, and senior in Galway isn't as good as it was. I think club club wise and. Um, uh, it might be the talent in Galway the people think there is. That's that's all I say about it, you know. It's all to be and, proven. Uh, it's all to be proven. So really, Ray, isn't it? I would I would think that like they have a lot of hurlers, you know. I yeah. mean, there are a lot of players, but and he has a good base to start with, you know. It's, um, he's not going into leash or you know somewhere like that. I mean, it's you know he's but but um, it won't be plain sailing, and I would think that. Um, the 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 in the upper end of the Galway team say Dahi, they'll work these type of lads, Ron McInerney, all these lads saying they'll all go and face in thirty. You now some of them over the thirty, how long more they'll be around, and then yeah. there's a kind of a gap along there. And um, as regards success, oh, I don't know. I think um, you could see next year that maybe you could have. Anything up to four teams at least uh, being rated higher than Galway. Interesting. Ray, um, you're being very cautious about the whole thing. I no doubt this whole topic is something we'll have you back on Sportsline discussing uh, very early in the league, I'd say, because your thoughts on what's happening and the knowledge of the Galway scene will be vital and seeing how Henry develops will be fascinating for all of us. So, listen, with that, we'll leave it. The clock has caught up. Best of luck to Fiekel and Gora Bilwagut Asokt Ave Lin Air Sportsline in you, Ray. And now, uh, once again, we are joined by Pat McNamara, uh, Danny Chaplin and Michael Sheedy. As we look towards the rest of the games uh, over the weekend, we give a quick review. Danny, we're going to start with you. Senior B final, Fiekel against your neighbours, Clandella. Thanks, Leo. Um, should look at it's a game, uh, could go either way. Uh, we played Fecal in semi-final in Shannon. It was tough enough for a while. Uh, I think um, we can. Bradford ran out as maybe a bit of steam towards the end of it. Uh, Fecal finished strong, but you know the ability of Oshin Dan and Shane McGrath uh, is undoubted, and they scored I think eleven points for play that e- that evening. And if Clonmore don't curb them on and later on today uh, they could be in trouble but having said that Clannara would probably have the better balance you'd have to fancy Clannara overall I, I think they, they're, they're the one team we've said it numerous times on this show they've underachieved in the last four or five years and I, I, I don't know Senior B is it any good Tom but they've played well in the Senior B competition in the, against Gareth last weekend and against um would they play uh, Whitegate? Yeah, they they've played well, you know. Uh, so they they're obviously taking it seriously, and it could be a cra- it could be a good game now. And you know, it could come down to probably come down to who wants it the most. And to me, I'd say you probably fancy Fiegel would want it more, maybe, but Clonmel might have more talent, you know. And I suppose what Clonmel turns up the same way saying it every year what Clannara turns up I mean they should be still maybe involved in the Senior A Championship if if the if the real Clannara had turned up and it's their problem for the last two or three years consistency and 
Yeah, I mean, they have played well in the last two games, but they didn't play well in the previous two games in the championship. So it's a hard one to call. Um, Fecal will be dog tough, trying their hardest. And as I say, if McGrath and Oshin um, Donnan are allowed the freedom that we, we probably allowed them in Shannon, they'll, they'll do untold damage. So if I'd, I'd probably give a slight nod for Clondera if, if they can hold it to them. Pat, Danny is saying Clondera would feel they should be still in the senior rate championship. Fiekel would feel they should be still in the senior rate championship also. Unlucky, you know, to be, to be knocked out of the group and, and, and scoring differences. You know, they already have won <coughs> the, the Clare Cup, Cup el- yeah. earlier in the year. They'd be looking to finish the season a high, you know, two or three in bed. Exactly, and uh, I'd be slightly uh, going to go against my learned friend here. Uh, this, on this occasion, not all of us, but this time, I think in a final like this, I think Fiekel uh, will fight to the death. And I think... You know, if it was a, a, a battle of talents, you might say Clonera would shade it as 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 um, as uh, he he said correctly there, uh, Danny. But I think when it comes to a, a dark hole, maybe a wish a stamp day and and a cup on the sideline, and I think a real dog fight. Uh, you know, conditions not being perfect, I know Fiekel will give it absolutely everything. They're a very physical team as well. They're very strong, an awful lot of strong men, and and uh, I suppose the the only hurdle that top men they have they're so brilliant Shane Gray is actually you know obviously the opposite is he's very small in stature but brilliant brilliant hands and brilliant vision and, and just a brilliant holder overall Ocean Dolan is as good under a high ball as any player in clear I'd say not, not so much catching him or bringing him down to himself all the time with that fantastic skill he has so I think if it was tight enough near the end which it probably will be at this time of the year I, I think I think Feet will, will really dig in and fight hard for it and you know Clonara haven't been doing that over the last few years when they should have been we know the talent they have uh, so I, 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 I if Feekle was in touch I say within within minutes to go I, I, I think Feekle might dig it out Michael they've gone one all we're going to get you to have the casting vote here and look at Clonara you saw him playing last weekend against Scarfield in the CLB semi-final in the first 40 minutes they, they just couldn't miss you know everything they shot we went, went over the bear and that's typical Clonera but there's no doubt in the talent they have Michael Oh they were excellent uh, in that match uh, Leo yeah really really good they moved the ball you know excellently their, their accuracy with the hurl pass for the hurley was super and uh, Ian Galvin was on fire like for 20 minutes he he, he was really really good you, you know so but uh, I'd be tending to go with Pat maybe I think maybe at this time of the year and with the with, with the, the, the strength and the power that Fiekel will bring to it I'd have a slight fancy for them so we're going to go with Fiekel and that one. Denny, you lose out, unfortunately. Let's, we have the big two semi-finals this weekend in the Senior Championship. And Aina Kilimona against Erog, Bellier against the market. Denny, Erog are in the semi-final. You, you know, it was maybe on the cards that they were going to catch the Brits sooner rather than later. You know, the familiarity of Brits can't be dead met one another so often. Yeah. Erog and Aina Kilimona. Erog, is the ball very much in their court, Denny? It probably is once they don't believe that their championship won by beating the bridge. You know, it, it could come down to a mental thing. I hope they probably avoided I didn't hear of any injuries in the football at the weekend, just gone. So I I think if they reproduce the form they showed against Six Point Bridge the last day, they, they're in with a great chance. Now, Ina Kildamona equally were impressive. Uh, David Fitz had a, a fantastic game the last day. Some of his long words, uh, points were... were Excellent, um, but for me, I just think that Aero, there's something about him this year. Their work rate was excellent, like it was no fluke that they beat the bridge. Uh, I was talking to David Fitz since I wasn't at the game because we were in Shannon, but I was, I was talking to him. He said they can have no complaints, they were out fast, 
out-taught and out-hold. And if Airog reproduce that form, they will be very hard to beat. And that one I'd give a slight vote for Airog. Uh, I have to call the second one, I do. You do? <laughs> Bellier and Namaku. So look, we know where you're but, going, know yeah, where you're going to like, go. But Bellier... No. You'd have to fancy Namaku with Bellier without Tony Kelly. Yeah. You know, and they were 30 seconds away from being involved in the greatest championship of the year, the relegation championship. And now they're in the sem- semi-final of the championship with a chance of getting to the final. And I think, you know, things have turned around for the market and they, they could actually win this one. It's, I mean, Clare, without Tony Kelly, will struggle. Not to mind Bellier without Tony Kelly. Jenny, we're going to archive on this one. This has to be oh, kept on tough. record. There's no doubt about that. I can't get the words out of my mouth. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about him, actually. <laughs> Pat, as he, and he, uh, he did right. No matter were very close to going into the relegation. Fair. Now they're, they're within uh, uh, 60 minutes of being in, in a, a senior county final. Bellier, look at Tual, will be, look at every bit. Oh, Tony Kelly, but that will motivate the rest of the lads to up their game also. Well, starting with that game, I, I, I'd be inclined to agree with any on this one, even though he'd, he'd hate to hear anyone. Favouring Newmarket, I think without that Newmarket will again strong man, good defence. They have a good defence today mm-hmm. against Fiekel. I was impressed with the, the O'Connors and Parag McMahon and Barrett. They know they they'll, they'll, they won't let any team score too much. And again, time of the year, you know Tony Kelly obviously is probably worth ten to twelve to fifteen points to Belly. You know I know DC will will strike freeze all day long. He's brilliant at them. I know lads are stepping up without Kelly, but you know I don't think a club team can afford to be a daughter. One of the best top two or three holders in the country so from that point of view I think the market will get into a final I think that I think they will be buyed up by the fact that they know this is the best chance they'll have maybe in a long time of getting to a final and I think they lift it and I think they'll get enough scores maybe Colin Ryan alone is going to score 10 or 12 points for them you know on any given day so if they can add on you know three or four more or less throw over a, whole, a couple of scores that should that should nearly do so I, I think the market will win that one and then the other one Pat I find it impossible to call this one I'm impressed I didn't see an error obviously say a row, but the day they beat Six Mile Bridge but all the talk there was how that Jerry O'Connor and, and, and Shannon and those worked out a way of getting past the bridge system now I think that's a bit simplistic or wise after the event but whatever they did they got it right on the day I suppose the experience of playing air, uh, the bridge so often in recent years you're bound to get it right as you said in your in your intro there at some st- you're bound to get it right sooner rather than later um, Ina Kilmore impressed me against Cratlow as well I just thought you know fairly balanced team and um you know, the county leads or their county panellists or those who have played for the county in recent times are going very well. I, you know, I, I really find it very hard to call, but I suppose based on beating the, what is, has been a brilliant bridge team, I'll slightly go for a row, but very hesitantly. Michael, you concur with the two boys in, in this one. I think in the morning, I suppose, Michael, a team sprinkled with stars maybe yeah. have been criticised a lot for being maybe individualistic mm. rather, rather than team. A rogue, you know what you're going to get when the townies are on sound. They, they come there's, there's a chorus there and they seem to, mm. to gel quite well yeah I suppose I'd have two concerns with Airog Leo I, number one after beating the bridge and it was probably treated as a county final uh, as far as they'd be concerned and a big big match for them over three years so you often find then the next step can, can they actually repeat it number one you know that's one thing and the football would be the other thing you know I know but they probably don't have the same amount of players playing both as Cratlow had a couple of years ago. But at the same time, I think it has to take something 
take something out of them. So I've been impressed with Heineken the morning. I, I, I thought they were very good. And in addition to the county lads, they have uh, Connor Hegarty and a couple of other young fellas as well, which are good players. So, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with the lads on the Tony Kelly factor and Bellier, and I'll go against them on the on the Arog when I go for Heineken the morning. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So uh, a change of views there on that one. I suppose, look, at, we have the big game of the intermediate intermediate final, you know, for East Clare, uh, Smith O'Brien's against St. Joseph's. <coughs> Pat, we'll start with you, you know, Smith O'Brien's, you know, the graph is on an upward curve, and it is, but this is their this is their biggest challenge, Pat. Big, big moment for them, but it, it has the makings of a marvellous game, I think, Cleo, I really think it has. Joe Field have been knocking on the door now for a couple of years, huge, strong team with a lot of brilliant hurlers. Uh, again, football is an issue, I suppose, there as well a lot of the time, but... Uh, we were very impressed that day in the bridge uh, when, when they beat uh, when they beat Tubber. So I I I, I just quite impressed. You know they were a long time settling down and a long time getting into the stride and they looked like a, a team that was a bit nervy or jittery about not progressing. You know and the, the the tension. I there's a big tension in, in Josephs to get out of this intermediate mm-hmm. thing championship, which is very very hard to do. So with the Ryan's since la- again last year we saw them two or three times extra time and all of that. Very unlucky not to get to the final possibly. Um, a, a, t- a very well balanced tight team I think you know different lads turning up different days uh, and playing well you know Tommy Redden has been doing it for a while now but you know Mikey, Mikey O'Shea is going well and, and Young Goff Eddie Burke is in relation to me you said he was on a clear underage team a few short years ago but a fabulous player Keen Nolan outstanding as well so and the, and the Stretch Brothers as well give absolutely everything so as, I think as the makers of a really, it's actually very hard to call this game uh, I think it'll bring a, a great attendance uh to, 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 the, to the final and I think maybe the curve is going the right way for Smith O'Brien's and, and, and as I said look at if Joseph's win this no one will be surprised they're probably slight favourites at the bookies I think Smith O'Brien's could do it they have plenty of scoring, scoring ability and I suppose you know I know what they say forwards win matches defences maybe win championships but I think you know, there's nothing too wrong with their defence either. So I think they might just do it. I think maybe maybe um, Joseph's to pin maybe on five or six individuals, whereas, to my mind, Smith and Bryce are quite balanced. Danny, St. Joseph's have kind of crept into the final. You know, they maybe haven't got the challenge. You know, they, they, they've probably come through the easier side of the group. There's no doubt about it. They didn't get the same challenges that Smith and Bryce got. They've been adding one or two players back from injury each game. Now, whether they're training, how much training they have done remains open to debate. They were in the final against G a couple of years ago. They are going to be a, a tough nut to crack for Smith O'Brien's. Indeed, absolutely. Um, you know, they probably are favourites going in. They're probably favourites since the start of the year, even though we spoke earlier in the year this year, and I think a good lot of us went for Killaloo for this championship. And based on what we saw last year and the year before, they got. I think this is their first final out of, was it four, four semi-finals out of five last but anyway, um, I think that they have looked really good this year. I mean, their second half performance against Tulla was, was tremendous. They they went in 8-4 down and they won 15-9 or so. You know, 15-10, yeah. 15-10. They really outhold them in the second half. And uh, if, they need, if they can pre- reproduce that and if they don't let Josephs do what Josephs are brilliant at and closing down the game and playing to their strengths, which is physicality, and you you know the park should suit Killaloo if they if they utilize their, their their wings corners keep the ball open, and if they do that, I think they have a great chance. And based on that, which you know you'd imagine they'd be going up to the park. Don't know. 
I was over abroad for Tinder went up six years ago with all the intentions of playing it out the wings and but Joss has done to us what I think they'll do Sunday, they brought it in and they used their physical strength in and you know, they have O'Neill and Landy at the back and they're big strong men. And if you don't run them, if you're going into a battle with them, you're going to be in trouble. But I'd hope I'd hope that uh Killaloo will open up and they have the players to do it and uh, you know, as Pat said there, some of their forwards are, 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 are excellent. Tommy Redden is having a great year. Mikey O'Shea is back in form that he, he showed maybe, hasn't showed for a yeah. couple of years. Um, Keith Stretch is capable of doing great things, you know. So I, I would I would be giving a vote for Killaloo on Sunday. Yeah. Michael, you know, it's great for East Clare to have another uh, 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 East Clare team in a county final. Once again, you know, St. Joseph's, they're well used to the big day. They've been in many a final. For this Killaloo team, it's probably for a lot of them, it's going to be their first experience of playing in a final. Strange things can happen in a final, Michael. They can, Leo, I suppose. But, but at the same time, I suppose there would be a certain amount of pressure on St. Joseph's. You, you know, everybody probably sees them as a senior team, you know, and said, yeah, they should have gone up last year and they didn't. And now they're fully expected to go up this year. And that can bring its own pressures as well. Like, you, you know, and and uh, I, it's great to see uh, Smith O'Brien's doing well. And it would be fantastic to see them win it out, I, you, you know. And, and I think, and I would think, you know, in Key and Nolan, the boys, they probably have the fellas maybe to put a shackles on, on a couple of the St. Joseph's danger men, you, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be hopeful they could win it, yeah. Hmm. Pet, finally, to be a great boost for, for East Clare to have another team moving up, you know, moving up senior. And, you know, really adding to the profile of Hurling and saying, you know, Hurling is going well, it's alive out here in East Clare and getting stronger. And this is only a testament to it. Yeah, I suppose East Clare was the, 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 the powerhouse of Hurling back in the 20s and 30s and 40s, maybe, for, for, for some of those decades and a bit later as well, obviously. But in more recent decades, then it's been, you know, the, the amount of times that the Cannon has come out under the railway bridges. Very, very few indeed. You know, Fiegel and Tulla and uh, Brian Barrows in 75. Uh, Pat, we class uh, the bridges east, Clare. <laughs> and uh, well, I was going to go down the country of south, southeast Clare. The, the east is still in there. Uh, the bridge have carried the flag, I suppose, for that, that part of east Clare, in fairness. Uh, carried it more than more than well. But uh, yeah, it's look at it. The more, I suppose, you know, success. When you, when, you, when you get a chance of success in Cups and you have a good load of players, you've got to grasp it and you've got to take it because the records will show that the, 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 the clear, these clear teams around our catchment area of the radio station, even the 10 clubs we always talk about, haven't won nearly enough in, 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 in the last 30 or 40 or 50 years. So, you know, here's a chance for Smith Bryce to win in intermediate if they got to senior. Who knows? They can be reasonably competitive. Uh, the Mills are in trouble enough at the moment at senior. So, you know, there's a danger we could lose a, a team as well. But I could be, or Whitegate have been brilliantly carrying the flag. Scarif looked promising at senior as well. But look, 12 were trying to get back up there. Yeah, look at, we need more from those of us from East Clare, this part of the county. We just need to see more of the teams doing well, winning cups and being up there at the top level and, and, and you know, fighting hard for, for the cannon every year and, be, and being competitive. Yeah, and Paddy Brown was well taken care of in Scarra for the last 12 months, so we'll see what, what, hopefully that he won't be moving too far uh, from the shores uh, of, of Loch Dirk. Danny, the relegation zone, the relegation battle, this is turning into be some some battle. Yeah, it is. Like the, I suppose Saturday's game is... Um, it is a winner takes all. If you The loser is gone uh, between the Mills and Clarecastle. Uh, the result on Monday is after throwing maybe things open again. You know, if you give both teams a chance, it does. It does. Well, I presume if the Mills lose, they're definitely gone. Whereas if Clarecastle lost and beat Crushing the last day, you could end up with three teams and two points that could go down to scoring difference. Um, 
hard one to call. You know, Clare Castle, I suppose, the first day against uh, against <coughs> Clooney led for maybe 58 minutes of the game. Just got caught. Clooney finished stronger, scored four of the last five points. Um, and Clare Castle, well, I said three or four times this year that there's relegation certainties in the last couple of games they've started to click over big scores, you know, 20 points again the last day. So they're there with a chance. The mill's nothing is happening from it's there's every game is a struggle. They're, they were actually poor against Crusheen. We went down to see them, you know, just to lend our support to our neighbours and uh, we went down to see them and, and they were actually poor. So unless something really changes, they're going to struggle again this this week. Yeah, and you know, they've lost all their games by, by three points. So there's something, Michael, must be mentally, you know, hard to tune mm. in at this stage. You get so far and going so well and then you're still not sure of getting over the line. Yeah, I suppose that's the big challenge for them, Leo. Yeah, they're just... <coughs> They seem to be on that downward spiral, yeah, and it can be very hard to get out of it when, when it when it comes. And as Danny said, Clark Hassel have played well, you know, the last couple of matches and the last league match or the last match in the group, they played very well and put up a big score as well. So, yeah, it's tricky for the Mills, I suppose, at this stage, yeah, unless they pull something out of the bag. Yeah, mm. I suppose, Pat, no better buys though. You never know when 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 it comes, push comes to shove, mm. they can well, do it. They can do it. Well, I, the day we saw Clark Hassel beating Scarif, obviously Scarif had started off very well, legal for tolls, but came good. Can go that day, but I thought I saw signs that the Castle were able to play a very nice brand of hurling. They had mm. plenty of talent, young talent, maybe not enough, maybe older leaders there haven't had success, you see, to bring them on. But nevertheless, I saw, thought I genuinely saw signs that they played a good brand of hurling and that there's plenty of talent there. And you know, like we say, I, I think they'll, they, they'll fight hard to keep in there. Uh, the mills have to be so, so you know, that's as Michael said, the downwards. Spiral is very hard to stop, mm-hmm. and I mean, you wonder is the heart there now? You know, they've 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 fought relegation before. They lost the county final last year. Then it's gone all wrong this year. Not narrowly in most cases, as you said, um, but you know, they're they're in a, a sticky situation, and uh, yeah, I'd be concerned for them. You know, hopefully, hopefully they'll pull through, but I'd be very concerned for them. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. And thanks for that, lads. That concludes our sports and so here today on Scarafay Community Radio in association with Dale Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. My thanks as always to co-presenter uh, Pat McNamara. My thanks also to our guests Eleanor Walsh, Trisha Grady, Michael Sheedy, Danny Chaplin, Michael Rogers, Shauna Holland and Ray Nielsen. Thanks uh, to Jim Collins in Control Door for keeping a swing of things there for us. And thanks also to you for tuning in, the listeners. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. And we look forward to a great weekend of sport ahead. And we wish all the players and management and all supporters a, a, a happy weekend and a real entertainment uh, weekend and get the best out of the games. And all remain is for me, Leo Dial, for Sportsline. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, Aurislaan.